The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. The money, the skies are sunny, and old man recession, you are beating the heck out of us, and we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe, and this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market, the pandemic, social security, estate planning, 401ks, diversification, income, you name it. We talk about it and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all this boring financial stuff. And this week's going to be no exception because we have an absolutely boring show for you. We have a big show for you tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. That's true. We have a big show. Not boring. Big. It's a big, exciting, wonderful, enthralling uh, show for you. And But before we get going, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morayf. I am the host and I'm also founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement. Retirement Planners of America. Thank you, Jack. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So all that we do is designed around helping the most wonderful, exciting, great people in the entire universe, which are people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. I think that's the best time in life. Oh my gosh, there's such to do, so much to enjoy, so much to take part in. And I want to help with all of that. So it's a wonderful, wonderful people to work with. And if that's you, our website is rpoa.com retirementplannersofamerica.com. And on there, we podcast a show. You can follow us on Facebook. You can uh, read articles. We have tons of videos. We have seminars. You name it, it's on there. And it's at rpoa.com is our website. And lest I don't say something about myself in this show, which would be unusual. Uh, Barron's one, uh, has named me one of the top 100 financial advisors. Actually, they did that for eight years in a row, and I am impressed by that, of course. But without our beloved and most valued clients, I would be nowhere. I know that, and we serve over 9,000 beautiful, wonderful families, uh, and uh, we'd love to uh, serve you if the fit is right. So anyway, let's talk about what we are going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, this is uh, from a Facebook follower, and uh, he asks, you know, Ken, with all the borrowing that we're doing, as a country, all these trillions of dollars uh, that we're printing, um, is not inflation a uh, big threat? 
and uh, what should we do about it, and how do we get, you know, what, what does uh, our POA, retirement, our, our firm, what do you guys have in terms of a plan to address that? And so we're going to talk about that one. Number two, also, we're going to talk about how to increase your chances of investing success. And, you know, the Super Bowl is coming up, uh, this, is, is this weekend. Uh, and I'm go- uh, historically, I have always gone with the team that has the best defense. You know, whenever it comes time for those pools and bets and whatever you do at your Super Bowl parties, I always try to bet on the team that has the best defense. Now, this year, I'm not doing that because Kansas City's offense is so dang good. I don't care. It's like the, it's like the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, the, everybody knew they're going to give the ball to Franco Harris. I mean, everybody knew that. It was Franco Harris left, Franco Harris right, and nobody could stop it. So I don't think you can stop Mahomes. So I'm going, I'm going with Kansas City. I'm going with the best offense this year, which is the first time I've done that. You fucking crossy, you! <laughs> But normally, most of the time, defense wins championships. And so we're going to talk about how to increase your chances of investing success, especially if you're over 50. Also, since it's something we talk about with clients pretty much, I would say, every time we visit, uh, is how to maximize Social Security. Okay, and we're going to have our continuing series of strategies to help you to uh, maximize Social Security. And these are questions that we get from you. So if you have a question, send it to me, Ken at RPOA.com, and I'll endeavor to answer that question for you on the air. Now, also, one of the things that is, uh, I think, important uh, for people who become a client of ours is that they understand what our investment principles are. Okay, what, what, what's our thinking? How do we, what guides us in the decision-making that we, that we make when it comes to managing your money for you? And so we've created what we call our investment principles, and we have eight of them. And uh, I'm going through those each week. The first one, the, I've, I did the first two already, so I'm going with number three this week, which is unlimited upside with a tolerable downside. So anything that we do, we don't want to limit the upside. We want to be able to get as much upside as, as is available to us, but we always want to keep in mind a tolerable downside. And so, and, and tolerable, of course, is, uh, is the operative word. So we'll go over with you our, our, how we do that and what we think about that later on in the show. So you know what, Jack? Most shows would stop right there. They would. Most shows would say, you know what? If we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. <laughs> Oh my, where did you get that? That was actually me on my first day on the job when I showed up to be a a young financial advisor. I was buffed out and I came in my loincloth and they summarily sent me home. They said, no, that's not the proper attire. But I was like, what? What's wrong with the loincloth? Anyway, uh, so, but yes, most shows would stop. But do we stop right there? Of course we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. Now, this week, we're going to talk about, are you sitting down? Are you ready? How not to have your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs pay estate taxes for up to 100 years. Wow. How about that? You like apples? How about them apples? Those are some apples, 100 years worth. So we're going to talk about that at about 10 till when we have our estate tip of the week. So um, as I record this, uh, I recorded this before the Super Bowl, but I'm going with Kansas City. 
and I'm giving them a touchdown. Ooh. Okay. Or I guess I'm giving uh, the Buccaneers a touchdown. Right, yeah. So I'm saying they're going to win by seven. Huh? I'm going against Tom Brady because I think Mahomes is, is, is unstoppable. He's just too good. He can do everything. He's like the new generation of, of quarterback. Tom Brady's the old version. The guy stands in the pocket and looks out over the defense. And I, he's and 46. Well, anyway, I hope, you know what? I'm going with Kansas City. All right, so let's talk about uh, what's going on. So if you've been watching what's going on, you may have noticed that on Friday, the jobs numbers came out, right? And so the expectation was that the economy was going to produce 105,000 jobs, and the numbers came in at 49,000. So that's a bad thing, right? And then we saw that 400,000 people have actually dropped out of the workforce. They've decided, I can't find a job. I'm not even going to look anymore. And when they do that, guess what happens to the unemployment rate? It goes down. So it's at 6% right now. But that's just a fake number, in my opinion. So how does the stock market react to that? Glory, hallelujah, let's go. And it goes up. Why did they do that? Well, the answer is because it means that most likely we're going to get more stimulus. And we had the vote, Vice President Harris's first tiebreaker vote, and she voted for the stimulus package. So it looks like we're going to get a, ma a, a, a massive amount of stimulus, $1.9 maybe, which is huge. And the question we got from a Facebook follower was, okay, if we keep borrowing like that, is not inflation going to come? And if it does, what's the game plan around that? Hey, fellas, what's cooking? It's me! <laughs> me? Am I cooking? All right, so here's, here's, now, in my limited experience, and I've only been doing this for, what, 30 years now, so I don't have that much experience, but I go back to um, 1980. 182, which was, uh, in, in the modern era, the worst period of inflation that we've ever had in our country. We had hyperinflation. We had stagflation, you know, the Jimmy Carter years, all that kind of stuff was going on. The country was on its back. And what, what worked during that period in our country of hyperinflation? Well, the stock market did. And here's the interesting thing. If you think about the stock market, it is a reflection of profits. Okay. So let's do the math on this. Let's say that your pro a, company's, uh, it, a company's profit is $100 and therefore the price of its stock is based on $100. But then inflation comes along and it charges $110. Or I'm sorry, it charges more because its prices went up. They keep the same net profit. So now their costs went up by 10%. They raised their prices by 10% and now their profit is 110%. So what happened to their profit? It went up by 10%. What did that do to their stock price? Pushed it upwards in most cases. So inflation inflates everything. It makes the price of everything go up, and it also inflates the prices of stocks. Okay. So the stock market is one of the best hedges against inflation. Now, that is not a permanent condition because what happened in uh, 81, 82 was we had a big bull market when the inflationary cycle started, but then what happened was prices got so high, people couldn't afford to spend, the economy went into recession, and guess what happened to the stock market? 
It went into a big, bad bear, one of the worst we've ever had. So the beginning cycle, uh, the beginning of the inflationary cycle tends to be uh, helpful, good for stocks. But the important thing is you need to have a strategy to get out before the big down comes after that. Now, do you know a firm on the planet Earth that has such a thing, that has a strategy that we call invest and protect? Well, that would be us. Oh, my gosh, we do have that. <laughs> and we have a strategy that uh, actually told us to sell in November of 2007 before the, the big crash of 2008 and told us to stay out uh, for almost two and a half years. Or I'm sorry, one and a half years. And then uh, last year, during the, when the pandemic came, our strategy said to sell the day before the WHO announced that we had a global pandemic. So we have a strategy that is designed to help us to get out before major losses happen. And we want to share that with you. We want to help you with that. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. We have a seminar coming up on retirement planning, these uncertain times. If you're over 50, retired or retiring soon, uh, attend that seminar. I think you'll benefit from it. We talk about a multiplicity of things and not the least of which is our invest and protect strategy. So if you're over 50, it's rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to increase your chances of investing success. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayfe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayfe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayfe. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. And I am a I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So that means we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. And those are people that are over 50, that are retired, retiring soon. And if that is you, we'd love to see if we can help you achieve two things. Well, actually, one thing. We call your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play, enjoy, whatever that means to you. We want to facilitate that. And how do we do that? We want to give you peace of mind, financial peace of mind. And we want your money to last as long as you do. Okay? Now, once you're gone, no money left for the greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs. Sorry. Spend it all. <laughs> anyway, to achieve investment success, there are several things that we believe are important. Oh, but before we do that, let me just tell you that Financial Times actually named our firm one of the top 300 advisory firms, uh, actually three times. And uh, so I'm very proud of that designation, of course. But you know, without our clients, we would be nowhere. And we serve over 9,000 beautiful, wonderful families across the United States. And uh, without them, we would be nowhere. So you clients, we love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's talk about how to increase your chances of investing success. Okay, so I'm going to go through several things. Um, the first one, now, th this is a quote from a guy called Stephen Sears, uh, who wrote a book on uh, investing success. And one of the things he said just is like so in line with our philosophy. So I'm going to just read you what he said. Bad investors think of ways to make money. Good investors think of ways to not lose money. Think about that. Just let that sink in. You know, in many, obviously the stakes are not as high, but in many ways, I think investing is like going to war. And when you're going to war, if I'm designing a war, I'm not figuring out, you know, I'm figuring out how do I win with the least amount of damage to my side? That's what I'd want to do. You know, it's like the old thing, I don't want to die for my country. I want the other guy to die for his country, okay? So that's what, that's what I would do, and, and it's the same philosophy we have with our investing. So bad investors think of ways to make money. 
think GameStop, the guys <laughs> during all of that. And good investors think of ways not to lose money, which is what we do. We think of ways not to lose money, to protect the money that our clients have entrusted with us. So let's start with uh, the first thing that I, that I think you should think about, which is taking too much risk. One of the things that we find is that people don't understand how much risk they should take with their investments. That's the first thing that we do with you. If you, are, if you come in and visit with us, we want to we first do what we call a retirement cash flow plan. We call it an RCFP. And we want to take into account inflation and taxes, your spending, your, the amount of money you have, all those kind of things. And we want to figure out how much risk do you need to take to support the lifestyle you want during your retirement? That's the first thing we want to do. So understanding risk and not taking too much is the first thing. Number two is greed. You know, I can't tell you how many people I have to walk off the ledge. You know, they want to invest in Bitcoin or they want to invest in GameStop or, they, you know, it's like, hey, it's making money. Let's do it. I remember back in the day when clients were trying to force me into putting all their money into technology stocks, you know, into the dot coms and all of that. And I had to fight that off. You know, it's like I spend my time trying to, you know, counsel people not to be greedy. You know, what's that movie, uh, uh, Wall Street, where Michael Douglas gets up there and says, greed is good? No, it ain't, okay? Not when it comes to investing. Fear is, is, is I guess, the opposite of that, right? Which is fear causes people to ignore stuff. It causes people to not see what's really there. It causes them to make irrational decisions. So don't let fear overcome you. The other thing is using the news and information to validate your bias, Okay, you've already decided that you're going to invest in GameStop. So anything in the news that says, I'm going to invest in GameStop, you, you like that. Anything that says don't, you're like, yeah, that's stupid. They don't understand. You know, you, you use the news to, buy, to validate the bias you already have. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. Right, number five, not having a protection strategy. You know, just what I was just talking about a minute ago, and that is, bad investors are looking at only ways to make money. Good investors, in my opinion, are people that are looking how not to lose money. Yes, you want to make money, but at the same time, you got to think about how to protect what you're building and how to keep what you have. You know, the old expression is that it's not how much you make that matters, it's how much you keep that matters. Okay, so it's like that Seinfeld episode. You took the reservation, you just didn't keep the reservation. Somebody probably will get that reference, Jack. He's looking at me like I've never watched, you've never watched Seinfeld. Okay. <laughs> Number six, not doing your homework. Due diligence, kids. You know, it's, it's important. Do your homework. Understand. Now, the thing about it is that, you know, investing and uh, different things are changing all the time. The, the markets are complicated. Investment products are complicated. And I get that. And it's why I don't think you should do it yourself. You know, I think you'd seek out a professional, which is self-serving, because that's what we do. But even if you were to hire us, question it. My favorite client is the one that asks a lot of questions. The, one, the ones that trust me implicitly, they kind of make me nervous, you know, because if, if they haven't asked all the questions, what they're going to do is one day they're going to wake up and say, wait a minute, I didn't ask that question, I didn't ask this question, and they're going to feel bad, and they're going to fire me. You know, I don't want that. So I want educated informed clients so that when we work together, we're on the same page and we understand each other. So, so even if, so first of all, I would say, don't do it yourself unless you've done it for years and you're really good at it, but hire a professional if that's not the case. And then even if you have hired that professional, 
trust but verify, as uh, Ronald Reagan uh, said once, once upon a time. Okay, so those are, those are my tips for you on uh, increasing the chances of investing success. I'm glad we had this talk. Well, Tom, I am too. Now, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that if you would like to uh, talk to a professional, if you'd like to talk to someone who is uh, trained in retirement planning uh, and someone who has uh, um, been tested and uh, certified with uh, regard to Social Security and a bunch of other things that are involved in your retirement planning, um, someone that can help you build that retirement cash flow plan that I talked about, uh, someone that can help you to make decisions about when, how, and who to take Social Security, how to reduce your income taxes. You want to talk to somebody maybe who can help you pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs more of your money than maybe otherwise. If you want to talk to somebody about your 401k and what you should do with it, how to create your financial plan so as to retire. How, If you're already retired, what should you do now? All that kind of stuff we'll do with you at no charge or obligation. Okay, so if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. Click on meet with an advisor. And what we'll do is we'll schedule a virtual meeting with you. Although soon, I think we'll be doing face-to-face -face ones. That, that's coming. Uh, but for now, it's virtual. And we'd be happy to do it. And if we can help you, fantastic. And if we cannot, that's fine too. Either way, no charge, no obligation. And we will part friends. So rpoa.com is our website. All right, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to maximize social security strategies. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I've been, I am founder of Retirement Planners of America, and I'm a senior retirement planner. I've been doing this now for over 20 marvelous, wonderful, and very exciting years. And all of the ideas that we talk about on this show, these are the very same ideas that we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And, uh, you know, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, then uh, that's who we want to work with. It's who we want to help. And uh, our entire practice is designed around uh, helping people to accomplish their retirement goals. And we have two goals for you. One is we want your money to last as long as you do. And secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. And, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, at one time we polled our clients and we said, you know, do you like having your money last longer than you do or as long as you do? And it was really funny because clients said, actually, I want the last check I write to bounce. The kids can, you know, I've raised them. It's on them now. So I'm going to spend it all. So we said, okay, fine. Then we want your money to last as long as you do. So everything that we do is around that. And one of the biggest areas that it's, it's important to look at is Social Security. And, uh, you know, Social Security is, is extremely complex. In fact, I think that if there was a gold medal for complexity, um, I really believe that, that the uh, Social Security and the, the government would win the gold medal every year because they Houston, are... Houston, we have a problem. Yes, indeed we do. Uh, they are extremely adept at creating complexity. So um, what we do every week is we want to help you with some ideas on how to how to uh, learn about Social Security, improve it. But I think the best way is, uh, you know, because everybody's situation is different, is to talk with somebody that has training, that has uh, been educated in that area. And we have people available to you. And all you have to do is go to our website, rpoa.com, and, and uh, click on Meet with an Advisor. And we will be happy to sit down with you and see if we can help you uh, with your your, uh, social security planning. So let's go over some questions. The first question I have here is uh, I am 66 years old and uh, 
my uh, I filed for benefits at age 64. Um, I wasn't working, so I started to receive my benefits. Several months later, I suspended my benefit and I did not repay what I received. I just suspended my future payments. Now, the question is, if I hadn't received any benefits until about a month ago when I started drawing my own uh, benefit at age 66, so here's the question, can I repay the benefits I received and file for a spousal benefit now, meaning on my, on my wife? Uh, is it too late? It would be definitely be to my advantage for me to take my uh, Social Security based on my, on my wife. Well, the answer is it is too late, okay, because you opened your record two years ago and you only have 12 months within which you can repay your benefits and, re and essentially restart the whole process. So you cannot file uh, if you've already done that within one year, so sorry. Uh, another question here I have, is there an, any advantage to taking a spousal benefit before the end of one year rather than waiting until the next year? Okay, can I get payments retroactive back to the start of the year? A friend of mine is getting a lump sum payment of approximately $13,000 from Social Security for this reason. Is it possible? Um, sometimes they do pay six months retroactive benefits, but only if you are eligible for benefits during that six-month period and never back to a period before your full retirement age. Okay, so if you just turn 66, you will not get retroactive benefits. So it's, it's, again, you have to be careful of the timing of all these things before you try to make any decisions. So again, I hope I've illustrated, probably you, what you just heard made no sense to you at all, right? Well, that's my point. Social Security is extremely complicated and it's, if you don't do it correctly, you could potentially leave thousands of dollars, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime on the table. And we don't want you to do that. So we want to help you with that. So if you go to our website, we have lots of videos, we have articles, we have podcasts on social security strategies, social security planning. And more importantly, you can visit with one of our retirement planners and uh, they will sit down with you and devise a social security retirement plan for you. Uh, they are trained in that and they can help you with it. Now, when you do visit with our retirement planners, we don't only want to talk with you about social security, okay? Because th there's lots of things. We want to talk about retirement cash flow, diversification of your portfolio. Uh, we want to talk about, do you have what we call your magic number? Meaning, do you have enough money to retire on? We want to talk about uh, what to do with your 401k, your profit sharing plans at work. So we, we want to build a, an entire retirement plan for you, no charge or obligation. And if we can help you, that is just fantastic. And if not, we're going to tell you that too. So either way, there there is no charge, there's no uh, obligation, and we will part friends. So we want to... <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, also, you know, this uh, this coming week, we do have, uh, since it is Medicare enrollment time uh, in October, a very important time. So we have uh, some virtual seminars on Medicare enrollment, uh, particularly on uh, making sure that your Part C and Part D is up to speed. But for those of you who are turning 65 soon, you need to get enrolled as well. And we're going to talk about that. So it's a very important time now for Medicare. And we have uh, virtual seminars coming up this week for that. So uh, go to our website, our poa.com for all of the above. Okay, we're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to talk about treating your retirement like running a business and why we think that is so important to think that way. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. <laughs> 
Ah, yes. Thank you, Jack. And I am a senior retirement planner. That sounds important, doesn't it? And founder of retirement. It doesn't? It's old. It sounds old? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Okay, thanks a lot. No, it does not. It means I'm senior. It doesn't mean I'm old. I could be young and be senior. Anyway, but I am founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. And these are people that are over 50 who are retired, retiring soon. If that's you, I wish I could reach through the airways and give you a big hug because you are about to enter the most wonderful part of your life. You know, many studies have shown that people when they retire, assuming that they have a you know, the finances to support the lifestyle. It is one of the happiest times of their entire lives. And we want to facilitate that. We want your retirement to be your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play and have fun and do all that and not worry about all this boring financial stuff. And so that's why we're here. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we do for our clients is we we manage your money for you. And uh, that is uh, part of what we do. And uh, when you Whenever you have an important responsibility, in my opinion, you should have some guiding principles on what the, uh, that, that help you to make decisions it, with regard to how you're going to do that. You know, uh, And so we have what we call our ARPOA, Retirement Planners of America, investment principles, the ARPOA principles. And we have eight of them. And uh, we've talked about the first two over the last two weeks, the first one being we are committed to having your money last as long as you do. And that's a far different game than we are committed to making the most money possible. We talked about that. and It's podcasted on our website. Uh, number two is growth is important, of course, but protection of principle is even more important. And uh, again, these are people who are over 50, so I think that should resonate with you. And number three is the goal of our, in, our strategies is to have an unlimited upside and with a tolerable downside. So that's investment principle number three, which I'm going to talk about today. So unlimited upside. There are many products out there that purport to give you a tolerable downside, to protect against a downside and all of that. But many of those products that I've looked at over the years, and I've been doing this for a long time, they limit your upside. You know, they have point to point or this and that. And it's possible that you could have the market, the S&P go up 20% in a year and you could make, you know, 4% because they limit the upside. And that's how they charge you essentially for protecting you on the downside. So we don't want that. So our strategy, one of the criteria that it has to have is it always has to enable us to have an unlimited upside. If the market keeps going for 10 years, we want to stay in it for 10 years, and we want to get as much of that upside as possible. However, having said that, we also, when it turns and goes south, we want to be sure, to the extent that we can, that the downside, the loss that we would experience, and unfortunately, there is no perfect strategy where there is no downside, okay? There is no such thing in my view. And so if you're invested, the chances are you're taking some risk. So we want to, we we accept that there is risk we accept that if you're invested there are chances day to day month to month year to year where you could have a down period we accept that however what we also want to do is we want that down to be tolerable so let me describe what the tolerable word means okay tolerable in our view means that it doesn't bankrupt you 
In other words, if you plan on tra taking a cruise to Alaska next year and you experience a downside because, you know, the market went down, it's so tolerable that you can still take that trip to Alaska next year, okay, or this year. So even though you lost some money, we want it to be, I guess I'd say, a mosquito bite and not an arm amputation, okay? <laughs> mosquito bites, you don't want those. They're itchy and they're, they're really aggravating and annoying, but far better than an arm amputation, okay? So our, our philosophy is an unlimited upside. Now, if you have followed this show over the years, then you know that our strategy is called invest and protect. And with our strategy, it told us to sell in November of 2007, it told us to sell in 2018. It told us to sell in, uh, in last year before the pandemic happened. Uh, so it, our strategy did tell us to sell. However, as critics are want to do, <laughs> and you know, we're so transparent. We tell everybody, you know, what we're doing. And so, you know, sometimes I wonder if I should do that, but I believe in transparency, but certainly you open yourself up to competitors and critics. Uh, when you do that. And so what they point out is that, you know, the S&P went down by the time we got out. Well, yeah. I mean, I wish I had the way of picking the exact top and the exact bottom, and I don't have that. And so therefore, there's going to be a period of down before we get out. There's going to be a loss there. But what we want to do is make sure that that loss for our clients is tolerable. So how do we do that? Well, first of all, we have our sell strategy. So that's one. But then secondly, diversification. You know, we don't, it's a rare client that has 100% of their money in the stock market. Most of our clients don't. And the reason why is because we want to mitigate that downside protection and make it tolerable for them. So that if we do get a big bad down, and last year we had that, and, uh, you know, we believe that the down that we experienced, given the diversification that we had, was tolerable, you know. And, and my goal is that our clients' money lasts as long as they do. And so if, you, if the losses are tolerable and you can participate unlimitedly on the upside, I think we can get there. Okay? So that's just our philosophy, and that's our investment principle number three. Okay? Now, if you can go to our website. We post our principles, and you can see them there, rpoa.com. But more importantly, while you're there, sign up for our next upcoming uh, virtual retirement seminar. And at the seminar, we talk about a bunch of stuff. We'll talk about when and how to take Social Security. Should you take it when you're 62, 66, when you're 70? We also talk about the fact that the IRS... <laughs> Whoa, that was loud. The IRS wants to tax 85% of your Social Security. I kid you not, 85%. So we want to show you how to beat that if it's at all possible. We'll have ideas for you on reducing your income taxes. We'll have ideas for you on where to get income once you retire. We'll have ideas on diversification and, and how much risk should you take if you are retired. We'll talk about how to build a plan between now and retirement if you're not there yet. So if you are retired or retiring soon, if you are over 50, this seminar is designed for you. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And Bogey is right. I think it is. So our website is rpoa.com. That's retirementplannersofamerica.com. And if you go there, sign up for it, and uh, I think you will benefit from it. Okay, we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have our estate tip of the week. And this week, our estate tip is how not to pay estate taxes for up to one 
hundred years. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Why, thank you, Jack. And I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. And they are people who are retired or retiring soon. And if that's you, we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. We want you to have your retirement be your second childhood without parental supervision. We want your money to last as long as you do and for you to not worry about all this boring financial stuff. Okay, that's what we want. And if we can do that, we've done a good thing. And uh, again, our website is rpoa.com. We have lots that we podcast the show. And by the way, you can follow us on Facebook. You can also uh, podcast the show. You can subscribe to it on iTunes if you wish. Or you can go to our website where we have videos, articles, all kinds of stuff about retirement planning. Now, this is the part of the show where we talk about uh, how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And of course, uh, I just want to say, you know, there are people who get upset by the sentence I just said, by that description of, of their greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs. They find uh, that that's offensive. Yeah. So I, it, periodically, I get an email from somebody that says, you know, my heirs are not greedy, unwashed, or undeserving. Yeah, they are. <laughs> get over it. <laughs> you're, you're living in denial, man. They are. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to talk now about my favorite kind of trust, okay? Uh, and it is the one that I think is, uh, is, is genius. And um, it is designed to help your aforementioned heirs not to pay t estate taxes for up to 100 years. Well, Dorothy, just wait, because it ain't too wonderful to be true. That's called the Dynasty Trust. And so, but before we do that, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire. And of course, that is Tony Bennett with rags to riches and in the estate taxes, probate, all that kind of stuff. It's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags, and we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. So let me talk about estate taxes. Now, I'll tell you, it's very interesting to me, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I remember when the estate tax exemption was, uh, I remember 600000 Was it 200000 before that? The estate tax exemption is the amount that you can pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs with no estate tax being due. And I, I go back to when it was 600000 meaning that anything over 600000 that you left as an inheritance was subject to estate tax. And the estate tax is about 50 to 55%. So half of every dollar over 600000 went to the government upon your death. So President Obama increased it to uh, $3.5 million under his tenure. And then President Trump increased it to over $12 million per person uh, when, when he became president. So the estate tax exemption right now is, is $12 million. And I bet that 
just about everybody listening to the show right now doesn't have 12 million. So uh, you don't have to pay estate taxes on anything less than that that you pass on. So there's not a problem. However, I will venture to say, in my opinion, that with all the debt that we are running, with all of the, you know, we're going to have to pay for all this stuff. You know, it's not free. I think taxes are going to go up. And I also think that who is the target when taxes go up? It's usually people that have, you know, larger estates. And it wouldn't surprise me if the Biden administration or somebody after that says, you know what? 12 million is a big number. Let's drop that down and let's maybe even get it back to the 600,000 that it was before. Don't underestimate it. We have to pay for Social Security and we're, and we're taxing rich people here. Okay, so I think that the estate tax exemption is is not going to stay where it is, certainly, in my opinion. But I think it could go down dramatically because we got to pay for all this stuff. This pandemic is really expensive. And, uh, you know, the stimulus that we might get here, another one point nine trillion. It's like unbelievable numbers. And we got to pay them back. So when the estate taxes go up, what that means is that when you leave money to your heirs and then they leave it to their children and to, the, and to their grandchildren, at each generational step, you could have a 50% cut. And uh, essentially what it means is that, that over the course of five generations, they've taken it all back, <laughs> if that were to happen. So how do you avoid that? Well, there is a kind of trust that's called the dynasty trust. And the dynasty trust, once the money goes into the trust, which means upon your death, you leave it to your kids, then when it passes from them to your grandchildren to your great-grandchildren, there are no estate taxes at each generational level, and that trust can last potentially for 100 years. So you could leave an inheritance that will be protected from uh, estate taxes for potentially 100 years by using this kind of a trust. I think it's exciting. So... Anyway, that's something for you to consider. Now, remember, don't do this at home. Talk to a professional. And here's what I'd encourage you to do. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And we have videos. We have articles. We have podcasts regarding estate planning and how to maximize what you leave to your aforementioned greedy unwashed. But then also, um, what I'd like you to do is to sign up for one of our seminars. We have a seminar coming up on uh, retirement planning during these crazy times. We talk about when and how to take Social Security. We talk about uh, how to reduce your income taxes. We talk about if you're going to retire, where do you get your income from. We talk about how to fight inflation, which I think is going to come in a big way, again, with all the, the borrowing that we're doing. We have lots of information on there. So if you're over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, the seminar is free. You can register at rpoa.com. All right. You know what? The show's over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Of course not. It's only the beginning. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. 
the tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morafe or MMWKM Advisors, LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.